Welcome to Inspired by Faith, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. This is a show to help you to be inspired by our Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm Emily Jaminette, and I'm joined for each program in the studio with my dear friend, Michelle Family. We hope that this show provides an uplifting 30 minutes to help refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As this show was born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with your sisters in Christ. Well, hello, Michelle. Hello, Emily. And I am so pumped up because it's conference season. It is here. And it is coming soon. And we are going to have an awesome, amazing in-person event here in just a few short weeks. It's true. And you know, uh, Ohio is a little bit tough. You know, Christmas season, you love your decorations, you love the excitement. And then you get ready, you know, we're preparing for Lent, you know, it's coming soon, it's not here yet. And I love the time that conference season is really located, because this is right when you need a spiritual reboot. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I say it, I've said for 15 years, this is my favorite day of the year. And we plan and plan like a wedding every year for this amazing, huge event. And it's so much work. And people say, why do you do it? Because I'm telling you, the amazing amount of graces that are poured out on that day are unbelievable. Unbelievable. And this theme this year is really special to both of our hearts because I think it's so necessary. It's rekindle the gift of God that is within you. 2 Timothy 1, six. I think that this should actually go in my refrigerator, the word rekindle, you know, because that faith is always present. Thank God for our baptism, for being sealed in the sacraments. But the truth is we need that constant reminder. We need to stir it up. Welcome the Holy Spirit so that we can be renewed. Amen. And you know, we are really delighted that our guest today is someone who has really helped women, women rekindle their faith. Absolutely. Um, today, is we welcome to our podcast, our conference speaker, and really well-known in such a wider community than that, Lisa Brennickmeyer is the founder and chief purpose officer of Walking with Purpose. She's a convert to Catholicism. Lisa created her first Bible study in 2002 out of a desire to see Catholic women come to know Christ personally. Today, over 40,000 women and young women and middle school girls have participated in Walking with Purpose Bible studies in 44 states. So what a gift. Lisa um, is married to her husband, Lalo. They have seven children and live in St. Augustine, Florida. Welcome, Lisa. Oh, thank you for having me. I can't wait to be with you in person, but this is kind of nice, right? Second best to be on the phone anyway. So I'm glad to be with you all today. Well, you know, Lisa, you've, thank you so much for your, you know, walking with purpose, making yourself so vulnerable and putting up videos, sharing your faith and really having this desire to introduce Catholic women specifically to Jesus, to knowing what he has to offer. Can you share with us a little bit about your background? Even, um, was there, is it true there was a period that you actually weren't even Catholic and how did you come to know the fullness of the church? Sure. Well, I grew up um, Protestant, and I grew up in the evangelical wing of the Protestant Church, which really um, has a very strong focus on a personal relationship with Christ, on the importance of Bible study and reading it devotionally yourself, and um, really have no complaints about my childhood in that regard, and never thought I would leave the evangelical church. In fact, I would have put money on maybe being a pastor's wife or a youth minister's wife or doing ministry in that context. Um, and then I met my husband to be when I was in college and everything shifted. So 
Um, I met him when I was 19, dated through college, and we married right out of college. And I converted to Catholicism at that point before we got married, really out of a desire to have unity of faith in our home. I didn't want to be heading to one church for me Sunday morning and him going in another direction. But it wasn't really a conversion experience um, that I think so many people have where they're intellectually drawn to the church or they're drawn by dynamic Catholics they've met. It was really, for me, um, in some ways, checking a box and figuring I can take my personal relationship with Jesus wherever I go. So if I just pop over here, I'll just continue to pursue Christ the way I always have. And I really had about 10 years, my first 10 years of being Catholic, were really tough ones, to be honest. We lived in Europe, and then we lived in Mexico, and I never received any formation really about the fullness of the faith. And in a lot of ways, and I think this really matters, I was gauging what I thought of the Catholic Church to begin with on the friendliness, kindness, and goodness of the Catholics I was encountering. And I think that is the truth for so many people that we are praying for and caring about, that we want to see come into the fullness of the faith. That's what they're seeing first. You know, they, they're not asking big why questions. Um, and I have to say, I didn't encounter a lot of friendliness at all. And it made those 10 years tough because it didn't make me very curious to dig deeper. And all of that changed um, when we moved to the States, and I met some really dynamic Catholic women, and for the first time, I wanted what they had. And that caused me to start really doing a lot of personal study, a lot of reading of um, Dr. Scott Hahn, Jeff Cavins, Patrick Madrid, people who had also been evangelical, and really had what I would call my true conversion to Catholicism about 10 years after, um, if not 14, now that I think about it, 14 years after um, I was actually baptized Catholic. And since then, it's just been a tremendous journey of, you know, always finding there's more to learn, there's more to discover, and I am so incredibly in love with our church and and everything about it. But it was a slow burn. It took me time. Yeah, that's great. <clears throat> Beautiful story. Well, now, we know you've come to Columbus a couple times and shared with the women. Um, a lot of Walking With Purpose um, groups have come and hear you speak, but can you share a little bit about what you want to share with the women here at the conference this year? Absolutely. So I have been um, spending these past years really studying in a deep way our culture and the changes that we're all seeing and experiencing um, and looking at the ways in which, you know, how women are, how women really are doing today and and what has shifted in our culture that is going to change the way that we need to share our faith with others. And along that journey, um, I've just seen the research and how much women have suffered to even a greater extent than men during um, during the pandemic. It's it's interesting. The stats all back that up, and our anxiety levels are even higher. Um, the way we're turning to alcohol as a coping mechanism has absolutely skyrocketed. And in a nutshell, the women are not doing well. And I'm not just speaking of women outside the church. I'm speaking of women in the pews, right? And so. This talk that I'm giving um, at the conference is really one that is going to take a look at the role that anxiety plays in our lives and all the distress that we that we feel and how there is an alternative way to respond to it all. And I think we're always tempted to, um, to numb out, to cope in ways that aren't really healthy, or just to stick our head in the sand and ignore things. And neither of those responses are going to grow us in maturity or make us stronger women. So I'm going to be talking about an alternative. 
it's one of um, my most personal talks because I'm going to be touching on um, the issue of mental health, how that has impacted my own family and um, what I've learned in the journey. So I'm really excited to, to bring this message to you all. I'm rooting it in Scripture, which I think is always so important to do, and it's going to be in the Psalms of Ascent, some of my favorite psalms, and um, one in particular we're going to dive in and, and really look for some ways in which we can come out of all of this stronger and healthier and more mature. Thank you, Lisa, for sharing that. I think, you know, as Michelle and I are both moms, we are in the trenches as well. And, you know, I think we can, our culture makes light of things that really we should stop laughing at, right? A drunk mom is not a funny, that's not funny. That's yeah. that's serious or depression or, you know, so a lot of times we get those warnings that, you know, maybe someone's not doing okay and we don't know what to do. You know, do you have a few words for, you know, this is, we like to call it conference season. This is the time to send out the invitation. We just did the conference drive. We want people to come, even the, if the day of, we want them to come. Do you have a few words to those women who maybe just are right on the fence or are thinking, oh, that's not for me, or I can't change, or I'm too broken? You know, what What can you help encourage them to to come, to hear your message, to participate in this conference? I think a super important thing for us to remember and remind ourselves of on a daily basis is that we were not meant to journey alone. And the truth is that we are increasingly isolated and we're trying so hard to do things right, to be a good wife, to be a good mom, to be a good Christian, just to be a good person. And all too often, we're just trying to do this through sheer grit. And it doesn't work very well. And God wants us to experience the support and just the joy of being surrounded by other women who are, you know, dropping their own masks, pursuing the same things, and supporting us on that journey. And it obviously helps from a loneliness factor, but it's also just so incredibly encouraging to gather with a group of women that are turning their focus to God and and recognizing that they're not all like these super spiritual, you know, hotshot spiritual athletes, right? We are all on this journey together. We're all at various places. We all are wrestling with different things. We all have questions. We also all hit roadblocks. And when you come together with other women like you, it also encourages you to know, okay, we can grow. We can change. We can mature. And we're going to do it best when we're doing it alongside someone else who's encouraging us and holding us accountable and and just being by our side. And I know that we have hesitated to do a lot of in-person stuff. You know, I've um, I've been to some big conferences that I've spoken at, so it is starting to happen again. But I think there's there's been hesitancy, right, for people to come, for people to be brave enough to do an event. I'm so thrilled that you all are. And I think that if we are waiting for everything to settle and be perfect before we gather, we might be indefinitely waiting, right? And we need each other. We really do, and I'm not encouraging anyone to be imprudent, but we desperately need to gather together again. Our parishes have not filled right back up since the pandemic, and what that says to me is we're trying to do things alone, and it will not work. It never has worked. And so I just encourage you to not think you've got to bring some cleaned-up version of yourself to this conference, to know that everybody coming there has got a story Everybody's got a mess. Everybody's got something that they really don't want advertised to others. But if you just come with a desire for things to be better, for God to show up for you personally, I promise you, He will. 
and you will leave that conference different than when you came in. You'll be strengthened, you'll be encouraged, you'll be challenged, and you'll be just saturated in a grace that helps you to step out and live differently. Amen. I think one of my favorite moments of the conference is we start with Mass, and when you look out at the sea of women singing and praising God all together, all ages, we've got little tiny babies there, we have women in their 90s there, and to see everyone all together worshiping God, and I think this is it. This is like a microcosm of heaven, and that is when in like every year I am just struck by that amazingness of all these women, these sisters in Christ together worshiping God. And what a gift. Every year, God gives so many amazing gifts to everybody who attends. I know I've personally received so many, and I'm so excited for everyone to receive those gifts this year. And they're there for the taking, right? All we have to do is say yes and come. So Lisa, Emily and I were super excited. We are the authors of The Friendship Project, and we saw your latest Bible study was on friendship. So you talked a little bit about not doing this alone. So why did you write about friendship? And uh, and tell us a little bit about this new study. Sure. So this new study is actually not written by me, which is a new thing for us. So we have a new author on board, Mallory Smythe, and she wrote um, Reclaiming Friendship. And um, I worked with her a lot on it, but it's definitely her work, her words, and I think she did a fantastic job. And it really was written because um, I think friendship is one of those things that we all long for, and um, and we all have longed for it since we were little girls. And as we get older, it gets harder, not easier, actually. Um, when you think about growing up at school, the friends are all right there on the playground. There's so many opportunities to build memories and get to know one another, and we become adults, and it gets a little bit trickier to build intentional friendships. So part of what she's doing in the study is pitching a vision for the kind of friendships God wants us to have, and then letting us know in practical ways how we can get there. And so I think it really promotes interesting study at home as you get a you know a picture of God's vision for friendship, and then great discussion in the small groups about things that have been hard, um, obstacles that we all face in friendship, and ways that we can overcome them so that we grow in friendships that aren't just like shooting the breeze together, but friendships where we're really encouraging one another to become more like Christ, to run our race faithfully. And I really am seeing that happening with It's gotten really a great response from the women who've done it. So, um, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts, um, the two of you, as you compare it to things that you've talked about in the Friendship Project on the road. It'll be fun to hear about how they complement each other. You know, I think that's so true. In the new evangelization, Lisa, we're all just, you know, working together in the vineyard. I think that we have to remember that, you know, that this is what this day is about. It's about all of us linking arms to to really cast a new vision of what it means to be a Catholic woman. And it's a holy vision, right? It's not just that we have to look perfect. I loved that you said, you know, we're not going to just show up, you know, looking all cleaned up with our best version. But the truth is, you know, what I always see at our conference, Lisa, what's really touching is our holy hour, because that's where Jesus can touch our hearts in a way that, you know, that a lot of times um, that healing that needs to take place. And I'm sure you would agree friendship is is a very delicate topic. And a lot of us our biggest wounds have come from our quote unquote friends that, you know, they didn't know it, but they weren't able to be there for us. Now, um, Lisa, moving along, you know, a lot of our women, they come, there's a powerful day. We have a powerful day, but then it's like, what's next? And our mission, um, our purpose of our women's conference is we can't be there every other day of the year, but we can definitely point them in the right direction. And we'd love to point the women to walking with purpose, which is in many of our parishes. You know, maybe you could touch a few words 
on the program and what you've seen the fruits in women's lives. Yeah, absolutely. So Walking with Purpose is a Catholic women's Bible study ministry, and it's in parishes, it's also in homes, but if you want to find it, going to a parish is the, definitely the best way to begin. And the whole purpose of Walking with Purpose is to help women to have a personal relationship with Christ and to do that through getting to know Him through Scripture in the context of the Catholic Church. And what ends up happening, there are all these byproducts of it. You know, women are come who wouldn't normally go to Bible study. Um, it's like an easier on-ramp into our faith, because, frankly, you come to Mass, and there's a lot that a newbie doesn't understand, and it's a hard place to step in and feel that you really belong. But it's kind of a good first step to come in where women are really welcomed as they are. That's a huge tenet of Walking with Purpose. You do not need to know the Bible already. You never need to have cracked the book open. You do not need to be all cleaned up. You come as you are, and you are invited to drop the mask and be in a community of women that are going to care about you, come alongside you, and also encourage you to grow into the women that God, woman that God created you to be. And all the while... You're studying Scripture, but in a way that's different from a lot of other Bible studies that are out there, in that you're studying so that you can really apply this to your personal life, to, you know, Monday through Friday, everything else that's going on, so that you become a better wife and a mother. And so you do it through some um, Bible study you do at home with very practical questions. At the end of it, so often people come in feeling like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this, and they're so thrilled at the end to realize, this is not that hard. I'm very capable of studying the Bible and growing in this way. And then these incredible friendships are forming in the small group communities at the same time, and they are all growing in spiritual maturity. It's a great way to just experience discipleship and spiritual growth in incremental ways, so it's not overwhelming all at once. It's a great thing to invite someone to who's never really been introduced to the Catholic faith, somebody just starting out, really, really welcoming to beginners. And it's for all ages. You know, I've been so encouraged because my son and daughter-in-law live in Hudson, Ohio. And um, in any way, she's just fresh out of college, you know, has had um, her first baby, is pregnant with her second, and she started going to Walking with Purpose this fall. And it's been an absolute thrill to see it all through her eyes. She had gone through a spell of real loneliness as a new mom, and she came to Walking with Purpose, and it was really a beautiful moment for me when my son came to me and said, you know, I know you've been doing this, like, all these years. Like, I've watched you do it. But I have to thank you for the way in which it's changed my life because it's made my wife so much more happy, so much more grounded, and I can just see her growing in joy and growing in her faith. And so it's been a thrill for me to see it work, even within my own family, and to work with someone young, right, and also to work with um, women my age, I'm in my 50s, women much older, retirees, any age, you're, you're welcome, and I think you would come and experience growth and community like you haven't before. So I really encourage you to check out the parishes locally that offer Walking with Purpose, and you can do that through our website, um, which is at www.walkingwithpurpose.com, and as you just navigate the website, it's pretty clear how to find a group. Um, if you don't have Walking with Purpose near you, we have a whole team available to help you start, and they're an incredible group of ministry coaches that would help you every step of the way. So I encourage you to go to the website and check all of that out for more information. You are listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Emily Jaminette, and I'm in studio today with Michelle Fanley. And today we are very blessed to be talking to Lisa Brednick-Meyer about the 2022 Women's Conference with our theme, Rekindle the Gift of God Within You. 
And I think that's so right, Lisa. We need to tell women, you just need to come. You need to come to Bible study. It's okay if you didn't do your Walking with Purpose homework. Just come and sit with your sisters in Christ and pray with them and talk with them and and develop friendships because that is what our faith is all about. At the end of the day, these relationships with each other and a relationship with Christ, and and we we cannot do it alone. We think we can, but we cannot. Well, Lisa, you know, could you share with our listeners where they can find you? Imagine they can find you at Walking with Purpose. We know they can see you at the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, but, you know, maybe um, provide a few words on, you know, what you've got going on and where they can connect with you. Sure. So um, I'm on social media. I'm not a big lover of social media, to be honest with you. Um, I'm really, um, I'm a real believer in local ministry. And so I spend far more time pouring into local community than I do online, but I am online on Instagram and, um, and Facebook. The best place to connect with me and what I'm working on is through Walking with Purpose. That's where you see the Bible studies. The newest one I've written is one that just came out at the start of the, the year um, called Ordering Your Priorities. So that's a great study to do as you head into a new year with all sorts of good resolve. Um, I've written a number of books that you can find on our website. We have a shop and also um, at Amazon, written a devotional, um, some offerings for middle school girls and young adults as well. So the best way to get to know me really is through my writing. Um, We also have a YouTube channel, so I'm on there with some other content. Some of the talks that I've given um, across the country can be found there as well. So um, all those different channels, you can look look for more. Well, thank you so very much for joining us. We are so excited to meet you in person here, February 19th. It is going to be an amazing day. I know so many women's hearts are going to be transformed and touched. And thank you so much for your ministry, for your work in the church. We So many people have been blessed by it. And, and we are grateful as in women's ministry leaders that you have this um, to offer to women so that they have things to go back to their parish to continue to grow after our conference. Wonderful. And I just want to encourage the ladies listening. Um, some of the women who need this most are not listening to this radio program. And the only way they're going to hear about this conference is if you make a personal invitation. And that is what causes us to go to stuff. You know, it's when someone says, I promise you, it will not be weird. I promise you, I'm going to be with you every step of the way. I promise you, you will feel better if you come. So all of you listening who are planning on coming, I encourage you to invite a friend. Don't come alone. Um, it could be that a woman who seems the least interested is just one step away and, and would say yes. So I encourage you to make lots of invitations and, and come with others as well. Invite your Walking With Purpose group, all of them. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> That's so great, Lisa. And, you know, we can also put it up on our Facebook, right, and say, this is something going to message me. We can send it as a direct message. We can pick up the old-fashioned phone. I'm, I'm a phone mom. I remember you know, raising my kids, talking on the phone for a long time, you know, call people. They would love, love to hear that invitation. And it's invitation of hope. And I I loved what you said, you know, we need to make our church friendly, kind, and proclaiming the good news of Christ. And this is what this day feels like. It is warm. It is friendly. It is kind. There's a lot of joy in the room. So let's expose this to um, maybe women that have never experienced it before. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Lisa. We will see you shortly here in Columbus, Ohio. Can't wait. Bring the sunshine. Bring the sunshine because we have snow here. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. All right. God bless. Thanks. Well, that's so exciting, Emily. It's going to be such an amazing day. I I cannot wait. 
I cannot wait. And I just really enjoy, you know, when we get a chance to talk to the speakers, they are not looking at their script. They're not looking at their notes. They're chatting on, you know, that's why we have podcasts. That's why we have kind of pulling the, the, um, the, the, the pieces back of the onion, right? Hearing a little bit of their heart, what they're going to say, how they got here. I mean, that's, that's what's so beautiful is these are just other women that cared about other women and, and did one, something and did wanted to do something just like us, you know, <laughs> taking that step of faith and, and that invitation. And like Lisa said, to invite your friend, maybe it's your next door neighbor, maybe it's that mom at school you sit next to at the parking lot every day for pickup, you know, roll down the window and say, hey, you know, hand them a card, you know, they're in the parishes now, Um, share the link to the website, Um, just invite, invite someone that when you feel that tug in your heart, I knew it can be awkward. And that is the Holy Spirit. And they're asking, he's asking you to invite that woman to be closer to him. Well, we also have really good food at the conference. Oh, we yes. have great coffee. We figured out women like good food, good coffee, shopping, 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 great ministries. I love to hear the ministries that come back to us and say, we got all new volunteers because of the women's conference. People found us. And I think that's the bigger picture too, is let's convert the whole city. Let's convert the whole nation, the whole world through little things like this. I mean, 40, 40, 44,000 women, you know, been touched by walking with purpose. That's, that's a huge impact, but it's not all of them. That's right. And we always have one more soul, right? Oh, one more soul. And it's your daughters too. Don't forget to, um, like Lisa talked about sharing with her daughter, bring your, your own daughters along to the conference. And it's an opportunity, a great mother daughter event. Well, you and I are going to powwow after the podcast on making sure our daughters are there and anyone else as well, you know, getting, giving your daughters a heads up. It's coming creating a special day. You know, I know my daughter and I went out to dinner that night just alone last time we had the women's conference and that meant a lot to her. So I think, you know, making sure we don't forget our family and, and your mom, days. don't yes. forget to invite your mom. My mom comes a lot of times in town from Indiana. I know Emily's mom's been at every single conference. You know, this is a generational event. You know, it's, I love seeing it. We try to get pictures of, you know, grandmas and moms and daughters, and then they've got their babies, you know, sometimes you have four generations sitting together at the conference. Wow. Isn't it amazing? I'm so excited for February 19th, our Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. If you're listening to this past the point, visit our website, um, ColumbusCatholicWomen.com. Yes. And you can definitely access the archives and the live streams and everything else. And St. Gabriel, who's been so generous year in and year out to record, to be present and, and get this message out. So let's pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. St. John, glorious apostle and much-loved disciple of Jesus, you were a faithful friend to Christ and stayed by his side through his passion, death, and resurrection. Help me to be a good friend to others and to bring friends close to the heart of Jesus. Please beg before the throne of God that I may be a friend of faith, hope, love, prudence, gratitude, loyalty, generosity, and prayerfulness, and that friendships of virtue come into my life. St. John, please intercede before the throne of God that I may be blessed with faith-filled friendships that continue into eternity. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us at Inspired by Faith. We hope that you are blessed and inspired by this episode. To find out more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, visit columbuscatholicwomen.com. And to hear more about our work, please check out inspirethefaith.com. God bless.